Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 327, episode 3 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where, how do I put this? We take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. I'd put it that way. I guess. Is that that weird for me to say? Mm -hmm. It is Wednesday, February 28th, 2024, the last day of February. You fool. Uh, No way around that. This is definitely (laughs) the last day of February, and nobody can tell me otherwise. That's right. I'm going to second that. so much money on this being the last day of February, guys. I just told you, you you, you don't want to look at a calendar before you put that money down? You said, (laughs) don't need it. What's this? What's this now? Uh, What is it? National. Okay, so it's National Chocolate Souffle Day, National Tooth Fairy Day, and National Floral Design Day. So the 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 souffle will lead to tooth decay, and then you will need a bouquet. I'm trying to connect them all, but they don't connect. I was asking someone. You know what? What's the what's like the market price on a on a on a little stray gomper on a on a baby tooth these days for the tooth fairy? Yeah, it can be tricky. I think I think the real issue is that I, I don't usually have like cash on me. Like in the past, I would have cash, but like right. now it's like, oh, I've got a twenty, and like I'm not going to the bank at like eleven o'clock that thing? at night. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh wow. It's so what just, do you do? It just fluctuates like a, wildly. You put like <laughs> a like, you, well, you, actually, for the even teeth. Uh, you only get 25 cents, but like for every once in a while, the tooth fairy is like really proud of you. And so on that one, you'll get like 10 bucks. And <laughs> this one actually covers the next couple teeth. So just be cool. Oh, wow. So, so you're talking about like yeah. a dude who has like debts with a bookie. You're like, that should I get me good to like next week? Or I'll get some more to you. I'll get some more to you. But like, the big right is now. running on this though. Just FYI. So you better knock that you know you should do, pretty dude. quickly. Is put like a QR code under there. 
and be like, yo, dude, just scan that, man. And then yeah. just hit me with a Venmo charge, dude. And steal their identity. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Good idea. My yeah. name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Here come old Ringo. He come edging up slowly. He got come face eyeball. He one-handed polar. He got pants down around his knees. Got to be a jerker when he's with his buddies. Come together right now. Nut with me. And he that is the no onesies. He got denim free ball. He make monkey noises. He shoot come all over. Nasty. He say, I know you and you know me. Got to goon together so that we can be free. Come, come together, together right, right now. now. Not, Not with me. With me. <sighs> that is courtesy of Hugo Bosk. Wow. A twofer on the Discord. Call that two-hander. Two <laughs> in reference to the original four-hander. Yeah. Actually, maybe more than that. Eight-hander. On the from the boys across the pond, mm -hmm. the Beatles mm -hmm. who liked to jack off together. Just and every now, just a goof. Every just, once in a while, yeah, as yeah. young men, as young blokes, they would uh, jack off together, yeah. and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Miles, yeah, it's appropriate that we have a little special AKA song today yeah. because yeah. we are joined in our third and fourth yeah. seats yeah. Uh, by two of the hosts. Of the podcast, Jort Center. Mm -hmm. It's the them Jort Center boys. Mm -hmm, them Jort Center boys. Up first, we've got America's stepdad, Christy Yamaguchi, man, aka Will Pool, and we got Josh Robbins. They they are them Jort Center boys. Mm -hmm. Welcome, fellas, to Der Daily Zeitgeist. And I'm thrown off because I think there's an AKA, but let's give it up for Will and Josh. Josh, I'm going to take this opening one, okay? All right, you got it. All right, thanks, <laughs> nice Thanks for having us on again. We're going to go back to 1977. Wow. On a podcast with Miles Gray. Ooh. Thick thighs with no hair. Ooh. Warm piss and gorditas. Rise up from Jack O'Brien's chair. <laughs> Nip ahead for the listeners. Wow. The future's not looking bright. The news is heavy and the topic's grim. Time for Daily Zeitgeist Woo! Before we find out some more ways We're all going to hell I was thinking to myself I could really use some Taco Bell <laughs> So I lit up a fat one And said, first let's get placed Then I heard the voices from my phone It was Jack and Miles Gray Hello, the internet, we got bad news for you. <laughs> the United States, the United States is in a shitty place. Before wow. it's too late and we die, we're here to warn you. It's election year, it's election year. You should hate it here. Trump's mind is Tiffany I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, what, 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 what if I made us sit through the entirety of the show? I really was, dude. I was like, you hit me the fucking the solo now. The devil starts coming into play. Wow. <laughs>
hours. Hello, the internet. We've got bad news. Yeah, uh, is great. You. Bad you know, news might as well be the subtitle of the show. Yeah, yeah, and uh, not to not to outshine uh, the the other guests that I'm on here with, but I know he just had PTSD from high school of me breaking up the <laughs> acoustic yeah. guitar so once again. <laughs> I planned something, but he he will outshine me about what I'm about <laughs> to do. Uh, so. Josh, let me take this real quick. Uh, yeah, Josh, here we go. Right. This is all you. Three. Four. Okay, let's see. All right, AKA Josh Robbins. And uh, we got every kiss begins with K. Jewelry's on the way, my <laughs> wife. Please don't leave me. Never ever leave me. I'll get you Chick fil A if you promise me you'll stay. Promise rings, not fake gold. Waffle fries, not a day old. <laughs> what I got. That's from the viewpoint of someone who went to CPAC. Fantastic. Wow. Fantastic. Oh, man. So, I love oh, it. Yeah. There love we are. Beautiful work. There's some the yarling in there. Yeah, I, I'm actually impressed. I don't, I didn't need a guitar. Yeah. yeah I didn't need I a know. clutch. Like, right, so. I saw that. I noticed that. You just went <laughs> yeah. straight voice. Yeah, right yeah. There, I'm not man. like just a prop acapella. guy. Acapella. I'm not a prop guy. So, right. you know, but I, no, I, I respect like, you know, prop yeah, comedians yeah. like Carrot Top and stuff, but. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, Gallagher, yeah. I think, yeah, really. Also, yeah. apologies to whoever has to edit this episode and level all of that bullshit that I just did because I have no idea. The WAV file, like the, it looked okay, <laughs> uh, but I have no fucking idea whether any of that's going to be usable. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know one yeah. one eye on the uh, on the lyrics and one eye on the wave file. Is that yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. very. Oh, that's what's very considered. Okay, very yeah. considered. <laughs> I thought you were just confused. <laughs> anyway, how are uh, what? So what? Are you both coming to us from North Cac? Yeah, that's right. I'm right. I'm down at the beach, uh, Josh's former hometown of Wilmington. Okay, uh, as always, and then Josh, yeah. I uh, live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I've lived here for probably so long. I'll just say i'm from here but you know mm -hmm. my heart is in wilmington but yeah monkey, monkey junction monkey junction yeah yeah <laughs> that's where we grew up near Totemon zoo which is probably called something else that's not as inappropriate now yeah uh, yeah but but yeah i don't know i moved away yeah so, yeah here we are it's good to have you both you know uh we, we we've had you know will over here christy yamaguchi all uh gucci gucci main uh many times and obviously you've been a lifelong contributor to the show so it's dope to have you yeah. both on and you're both podcasting it's just dope to kind of see how you know just and then like you guys have been best friends since we said sixth grade yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sixth, sixth grade uh josh was uh one of my groomsmen in my wedding and i was in oh. his wedding as well so mm -hmm. yeah we've been uh so like the the first time i remember josh was like i knew josh since sixth grade but the first time I, you That's know, you have those fun, moments yeah. where your like brain comes online yeah. and yeah. you're like that. That's your first like truly true memory of something or yeah. someone is when uh, Josh got in a fight in the cafeteria <laughs> and one of the counselors like Superman tackled him and the oh, other wow. kid like Mr. Yeah. Mr. Taylor was his Mr. name. Taylor. He was he was like a good like six, three, six, four. And Ooh. he just comes out of like my periphery and tackles both of them. I think it was over like throwing <laughs> French fries at each other and yeah, uh French fries and yeah. milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, French fries yeah. and milk with uh James in the cafeteria. Spader. And I was, was like, holy shit, that dude is awesome. He just got tackled by Mr. Taylor. That <laughs> so Yeah, which yeah. is funny because I, it's funny that it took that long for Will to remember me because we sat at the same table for like the whole year. <laughs> yeah. 
Is that before. what you were doing? You were like getting into a fight to get yeah. him to notice you? Yes. So, yeah, I was, so, I was so, playing guitar cool the whole time. Point. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. just been a long yeah. time to get <laughs> off on in the corner too. singing softly with an acoustic yeah. guitar exactly. to like a just a cloud of girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll just yeah, we'll go with that. We'll totally yeah. say right. that's my middle school yeah. and high school experience. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. That's a geometry teacher who's like, Yeah, let me go get my guitar, man. <laughs> or the weird and substitute. The, yeah. The, yeah. Well, Mr. The, Beverage. The youth pastor comes yeah, in. Right. Actually, oh, yeah, I got exactly. a song about a uh, guy named JC who yeah. was pretty all right. Yeah, oh, we, we had a substitute. Uh, his name was Mr. Beverage. And every time he started the class, he would go, all right, my initial spell tab. It's Mr. Beverage. Get the jokes out. And like, yeah, we were like, OK, <laughs> OK. All right. All right. Cool. And then he's like, Thanks. now let's crack this one open and get into he juggled Brave and did heart. like a unicycle <laughs> yeah, he and did, shit too. He did yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to. He knew what. Yeah. yeah. Mr. I think Beverage. everyone knows oh. Everyone knows a juggling unicyclist teacher at some point in their life. I think so. They? I think, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Will, author of many of the best AKs of all time, the voice of an angel, as yeah, you true. heard. I, I mean, as you may have just heard, there is a chance that he actually was so close to the real song that it will get a takedown notice for the first time yeah. from an AKA, but yeah. that'd be amazing. And, and yeah. uh, apparently uh, the Eagles are very litigious. I just yeah. found out that yeah. they're uh, in a lawsuit right now over some uh, handwritten notes to uh, hotel California. I did. I just yeah. learned about that yesterday. They got so. some, they got some skeleton. They got some things to be litigious over. Let's just say yeah, that. Yeah, they got some, I, I can imagine. Yeah. You, you might, you might not want to look into their history. <laughs> And then Josh is in a band called Late Bloomer. It's dropping yeah. an album on Friday. This so Friday. Just the musicality of yeah. this episode is... Yeah. Out of every pore. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, we are going to get to know you guys a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things that we're talking about today in the news. And we got a peek behind the curtain of uh, Libs of TikTok. Chaya Raichik is... I don't know. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, we there's there's many ways to say it, but this person doesn't deserve the respect. Right. Of Just a so, yeah. fucking monster. Yeah. Uh, not really. Their their perspectives, their positions, not super well thought together. I pronounce it demon spawn. Demon yeah. spawn. Exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 I guess there's a silent ch, but yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, really bad. And you know, now a lot of people are noticing her role in Oklahoma after the death of 16-year-old non-binary student next Benedict. So we'll we'll talk about that whole mess. Uh, we'll talk about the Willy Wonka experience that just opened in Glasgow. This is Glasgow, you know, Jack. Glasgow. Glasgow. That just Come opened on, in mate. Glasgow. Yeah. That is, I think, a new low for, like, we've talked about these, like, weird little, like, pop-up museum things yeah. that happen around around the world. They're basically, like, Instagram-driven marketing traps, like the, the modern equivalent of tourist traps. Sometimes they're really fun. Yeah. This one is... <laughs> it's, it's, like, really fun to look at from afar. So, yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, like going back, not to get too ahead of it, but going back to yesterday's episode with uh, how boring the AI dystopia is going to be. Uh, yeah. Apparently, all of this shit was driven with AI. So, just one more example of just how, like, even tourist traps are going to yes. suck more. Yeah, you know, yeah, like exactly. every aspect of life, even the ones that are already shitty, are going to get so much worse. Although they made up some cool new words. Yeah, there, there's some like wild shit <laughs> happening on the marketing material. Yeah, catgacating. 
Oh, Cat yeah, come on. That's the most exciting. Let's not, let's not reveal all of the garbled uh, AI words <laughs> that came out of the marketing materials. Yeah. Yeah. Cat, and we will be talking about Karchi, Karchi tunes, tons mm-hmm. later on. But uh, all of that, plenty more. But first, Will, Josh, we do like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? Josh, you uh, go first. Yeah. Uh, so I was looking at it and it was just uh, a bunch of searches of like UI, UX stuff because I'm in a course right now. Mm-hmm. And then at the bottom of it, it was That's My Boy, the movie with Adam Sandler. So I felt <laughs> like that was like no, every search I feel like has some Adam Sandler search in it. And that's truly me. Like even if I have to like try and pass this course, there's always going to be some nod to the 2012 film. That's right. my boy starring Adam Sandler. Wait, so that's where I'm at. Will you like write that into your paper and be like, this can <laughs> best be understood from the perspective of Adam Sandler's character and that's my boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Donnie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Donnie. Yeah, 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 of so course. To, to give the listeners and you guys a fair warning, never take movie advice from Josh because he will watch <laughs> literally everything and think most of it is good. He's no, you gotta be, you gotta be well-rounded. I mean, that's, I think it's super important. Like there's different scales. Like I feel like a lot of times when people review a movie, they're like, is it as good as Godfather? And they're like, I don't know why that's seemingly the scale, but there's Adam Sandler movies and they're on a different scale. Is it good? And on the Adam Sandler scale. Right. Right. So you got to put things on different scales. Well, when people ever ask, if people ever ask me, they stuff like, Oh, is it as good as Godfather? I'm like, no, I've never seen it, dude. But like, yeah, this shit is fucking. This is tight. This movie's fucking yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah Hubie Halloween is better than. Godfather oh yeah, too. Hubie. We love yeah. that in this home. Yeah, exactly. You, you guys know what's up. That's not a bad metric to use. Actually, like, is the movie better than That's My Boy? And it, like, it's it's like the old like, is it bigger than a bread box when you're trying to guess the size of something? You know? <laughs> right, is it right. better than um, That's My Boy? Is yeah. it better than That's My Boy? Yeah, yeah. Have, yeah. Has everybody seen That's My Boy? I haven't seen That's My Boy. I don't I've think seen I it multiple either. times. Yeah, I feel like I have. No, I know you I feel have. like <laughs> that's, that's I, I feel like I watched like seven or eight Adam Sandler movies, and that's like I'm pretty good. Like I get it. Like I know he's going to do a voice in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I know his name's going to end in Y. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that he's you know there's going to be probably a love interest or something like that. He's going to do a he's going to do a thing, and that's good. Yeah, I'm good. You good for him. I'm glad he gets to take his friends to Hawaii and make movies. Yeah. It's a it's a rated R romp though. That's where it's different than your big daddies and stuff. Okay, like that. I did not. I did not. And it has Andy Samberg. Yeah, isn't that that was the one that was like Andy Samberg meets Adam Sandler, like the new Adam Sandler yeah. meets the old Adam Sandler, and yeah. uh, hilarity ensues. And Vanilla Ice is uh, his uncle, Andy Samberg's uncle, like but himself. Oh, I've never. Oh, like Adam uh, Vanilla yeah, Ice he, as Vanilla Rob Ice. Van Winkle, and I yeah. think I think the joke is like he doesn't like talking about Vanilla Ice. Yeah, he likes he's Rob Van Winkle. Vanilla <laughs> like Ice for me, like I've never really gotten into his acting work. I just appreciate his yeah. like, political <laughs> guidance. I mean, if more you're than making anything. a list, if you're making like, a list, you have a letterbox, please. Yeah. But uh, co- uh, cold as ice, and it's what is it? Ice? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, cold as ice. I think. Yeah, it's like cold a Rogan situation. I just like kind of yeah. take their political cues. I don't really like yeah. their act them as actors. As fair, much, fair. But, yeah, yeah. How about you, Will? What's the the most recent one that I I thought exemplified who I am as a person is ancient chicken breeds, Uh ancient species of chickens, because I recently found my most favorite Twitter or not Twitter, but film complaint 
on Twitter that I have ever seen. Yeah, which that. is this. I'm going to read. It's from at Schwarmier I one. I don't know how you say that. Anyway, no, my you pet. It. <laughs> Thank you. You're supposed to pause and like a Yeah. My pet peeve is non-period chickens running about in farmyards. Fairly frequently, they will be uh, modern hybrid same. layer types that did not <laughs> exist before the 1970s. So I got like, I, I saw this and I quote tweeted. I was like, this is my favorite thing I've ever seen. Like there's, I, I am someone who has weird hangups about movies, but nothing on this level. Like yeah. this is a specific interest that's incredible to me. And then I come to find out that a lot of the, like you, you see a movie that's set in the 1700s. A lot of the chickens that are in there are very modern looking chickens. They are not what we think of when we think of like, you know, I don't know. In my mind, I guess like the classic chicken that you imagine would be like the oldest kind there is, you know what I mean? Cornflake box. But, Mm-hmm. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But in reality, a lot of those wild looking like Polish hens and stuff with like what, you know, looks like they have like haircuts and stuff and all this crazy. You don't have to make a racial. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about. Come on. They, they Those are way older breeds and species of chicken than I had. I thought oh, those were the like fancy modern. Looking the, ones. the fancy ones are like way older. The apparently. old school. So we exactly, like invented exactly. It's like how the American accent is the old British accent. Like yeah, the exactly. Oak, Oak exactly. Brogue is like how the British people used to speak, and they just invented the old-fashioned sounding British accent because yep. they were like, "This shit sounds fancy as fuck." Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. There's that. so there's there's like obviously all sorts of anachronisms in period pieces, right. but I love it when someone who has a really hyper-specific interest in a field or an area tells you why it's anachronistic in their very, you know, tiny little slice of expertise. Yeah. Are there period-accurate chickens that exist? Is there, like, yeah, chickens? Yeah, apparently uh, there is a species called the Dominique chicken. I, I'm assuming named after Dominique Wilkins, Wilkins uh, yeah. Hall of Famer basketball player for the Obviously. Atlanta Hawks, who is also in the 1700s. Exactly. He was also a classic in his own right. And so the Dominique chicken has this crazy black and white, tiny feather like coloring. You've probably seen one before, but apparently it's like the oldest American breed of chickens and they're still around. So they could use this, but it's not what anybody would imagine running around a barnyard. If you like watched a movie, yeah. you'd be like, those chickens don't look right there. Right, yeah. Those right. chickens look like they're in 30 seconds to Mars, like exactly. in the early 2000s. They have like the little like <laughs> yes. fucking haircut, you right, know, right, right, it's right. like, yeah. why, why do those chickens have hipster haircuts? And it's like, that's uh, how they were, man. They're from Brooklyn. But, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And apparently, like horses are the same way. Horses and sheep, like a lot of, like uh, I found out a lot of barnyard people or farm farmers and stuff, like people that raise cattle, raise animals, get really annoyed by this because they're like that horse didn't exist at that time period or that sure. sheep. It, or so that it's like goat. horse soy face. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the there's like you can't you can't have that face and be like in the. I guess like the same thing with like. People were like Winona Ryder. I feel like in the 90s, we were like, she doesn't look like she would be in the 1800s. Like, yeah, whatever. Exactly. people were like, you know, that face is seen in iPhone. So it's like, that works for chickens and horses. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't put Aaron Paul in a movie from the 1700s. No. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he just did not exist. Michael Douglas then, is my favorite example where yes, like, they exactly. put him in that lion hunting movie and uh, nobody wanted to see it because the they're like, no, he's got to be 
at a desk, like trading stock while getting his yeah, exactly. in an Armani suit like that. <laughs> yeah. That's Doing what his yeah. face gives off. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, like that guy has done cocaine in the last couple months. <laughs> yes. And you absolutely. have him like out here with just like soot on his face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I remember the, the worst version of this was like James Cameron got called out for like the stars being in the wrong position in Titanic. I think it was <laughs> yeah. like by fucking neil degrasse tyson neil degrasse tyson and, and see like and, and that's millions that's, of dollars to correct it yes <laughs> like, so uh neil degrasse tyson gave this whole thing a bad rap because he's yeah. kind of like he comes off like kind of douchey and yeah. he's you know like pop science kind of kind of guy and i completely understand that however i reading all the replies and the quote tweets from me bringing this up posting this on twitter people's hyper specific like you know that country doesn't have ziggurats in it or or whatever like <laughs> right. architectural thing or right. or the type of saddle being used or uh the witch i forget who directed it like they didn't have that type of candle because you know candles back then were made out of like whale fat or something right. you know like, right just exactly like i love that weird hyper specific stuff that makes me yeah. go down a rabbit hole for yeah. titanic the stars were in the right place they were at the front of that boat they were hanging Thank on you. to each other yes, hugging one cute. another exactly. yeah, just exactly. kings and queens the king of the world, world. yes yeah. exactly <laughs> all right let's take a quick break we'll come back we'll do some ratings some over and under ratings we'll be right back Zite gang customers are rushing to your store but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it you know like a literal pos well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point of sale system. Or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to bustling retail business and i need you know maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street take credit card payments whatever and i know shopify is easy to use half the time i buy something online i'm like oh yep they're using shopify and if you need to learn more check out their website it's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or again looking for hardware to make sales easier shopify.com has all of that just go there check it out so sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash tdz all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire kardashian clan and if you're looking for steamy streams check out grand cayman secrets in paradise the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical caribbean island of grand cayman where the rich come to play but be warned it's a small island 
and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. We're back. And Josh, you want to kick us off with a little bit of a, what do you think, something underrated? Underrated is, uh, it actually ties into my overrated, but playing Zelda Tears of the Kingdom because you're unemployed. It's, <laughs> because. Yeah, because. It's, it hits different Yeah, when you're unemployed. It has helped and probably hurt my job search uh, playing <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. Not like a game player guy. Mm-hmm. But I got laid off uh, around the holidays, and oh, uh, my in-laws gave me Tears of the Kingdom. And I was like, I don't have the time. Right. And I wait. I was like, wait, I do have <laughs> the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, I've I've logged many, many hours on it. So I'd say that is my underrated. You should be playing Tears of the Kingdom if you aren't. Uh, you mentioned that it has both hurt and helped your jobs search how have you met prospective employers while playing <laughs> tears of the kingdom how has it helped your job search? i brought it to a job <laughs> interview and i was playing during the interview and the yeah, guy was I like forgot oh. to go to interview i think it figure out why i can't find a job have no yeah. clue <laughs> i think it hurt because uh I, it's probably hours i could have spent oh the hurt is for. clear the hurt yeah. is clear how's yeah. it helping I'm, oh I'm uh it's helped because it's helped my mental health like there you go like I Put have, I have this, yeah, I have this to look forward to today. I have to finish this temple. Right. You know, yeah. I tell my wife, like, hey, I know you're in a meeting, but I really have to beat this boss. <laughs> I really got to knuckle so down right can, now. Yeah, just shh. <laughs> I'm focusing. Daddy's can't, focusing. Can't you use headphones, Josh? No, I can't. <laughs> it I ruins you the realism. Yeah. Yeah, they ruins didn't the have headphones back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in high roll. So then what's your overrated? <laughs> My overrated is being unemployed due to tech layoffs. Uh, oh, yeah. It is, it is uh, fun enough when you start out. You're like you're getting some money in when you get unemployment and things. But then that runs out. Because we live in North Carolina, I'm not sure what the how it works in California, but here in the South, we get like a certain period of times, and then you're like done. You're cut off. You can't like reapply, mm-hmm. and you're just got to figure. They out actually what you're come do. to your house and kick you in the nuts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when it runs out, so. yeah, you can yeah. get. I think like something around twenty something weeks in California. I think it's like twenty six weeks here. or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's paltry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then the swift kick in the knots. Yeah. Exactly. So, so with that, I mean, with that, it's, it's led me into, oh, I need to figure out where I'm going to go in tech. So that's where those UI UX classes come in. There you because go. Because you got, you got to get things on your resume. 
I think. Uh, right. You got to, you know, you get it's like catching Pokemon. You got to have these little things so that people will look at you and go, ooh. Something ooh. besides Tears of the Kingdom, you can also <laughs> add Pokemon to your resume. Yeah, I put that on okay. a bunch and they said, yeah. please take that off. You know, They're like, yeah, we're only here. looking for people who play Pal World. Sorry. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. sure, that's, yeah. that's my problem. There you go. Uh, Will, how about you? What's something you think is underrated? What's something you think is overrated? Underrated, I would say uh, normal human beings attempting to fight professional football players. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys see the video of Cam Newton? Yeah. Yeah. Handling those three dudes, four dudes, however many there were. Yeah. It was incredible. And disclaimer, disclaimer, don't actually do this, but you should absolutely attempt to fight uh, former (laughs) football players who are used to having 11 people trying to kill them, you know, being paid millions of dollars because they're good at preventing that from happening. Yeah, I and and it's underrated because I then get to watch the video of you getting your ass kicked by a football player. People do not understand how big these human beings are and how strong they are and how they're used to just like... Again, like Cam Newton's one of the greatest runners of all time, not for yeah. a quarterback, but yeah. in general. Just period. Just yeah. period. He's 6'4", Six four or six five and two hundred and forty five pounds, and yeah. he just he handled those guys. His hat didn't come off; like his, <laughs> like his hat, hat or literally stayed on his head. Yeah. yeah, what kind of hat? It looked like he's wearing like a witch's hat or something. Yeah, it, he he absolutely looks like uh like he's in Wizard yeah, of Oz. He's got that hipster flat brim <laughs> yeah. pilgrim hat with like his dreads coming out of the top. Yeah, he he looks yeah. he looks like he's Dick Tracy almost or like a Dick Tracy villain. <laughs> uh, but it's this specific brand of hat that he's been having made custom for him for a while now. He looks like the old guy from Poltergeist too. <laughs> yeah, he does have like Quaker Oats guy, old <laughs> yeah, guy yeah. from Poltergeist. Yeah. Too. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that's the same I think guy. Kids, I feel like kids forgot. Do you all remember the Mike Vallely fighting videos? He was a professional skateboarder. Oh yeah, they were yes. like in yeah. CKY and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid, kids need to watch those, and that's like the probably like Cam Newton is going to fuck you up. Like it's like yeah. Mike Vallely can take on fight five people. Yeah, and he was he was like a big guy. Bro. Yeah, but yeah. like he. But wasn't that's like on the that's on the lower end. That's of the, the lower end. You as need far to know. Yeah, you need to understand, especially like. Yeah, like yeah. A, a quarterback who then starts growing dreads, like that's because <laughs> they've had some kind of evolution. You know what right. I mean? Exactly. And so like exactly. they're probably on top of the physical prowess. They're like mentally now on another plane too, where they're yeah. like, oh, the three yeah. of you against me? <laughs> <laughs> and the amazing thing is that Cam didn't even, like he didn't really get violent back with them. He just no. used their momentum and did the quarterback thing of like, I'm I, like, it's, yeah. it's yeah. like he went, it's like he had a, a, like a Vietnam flashback and went into soldier mode and just didn't want to get sacked. So yeah. he's like immediately, it's like, it's like the pocket closed in on him by three guys who are also swinging on him. Yeah. And he just, he just moved them around like they were absolute ragdolls. Yeah. Unnecessary yeah. roughness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fifteen yard penalty. Yeah, uh, it was it was super funny to watch, and I obviously don't want people going and trying uh, professional athletes, but also I kind of do because then yeah. I get to watch the videos. So yeah, exactly. yeah. you get bonuses as a professional athlete. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, what's well, something you think is overrated? Well, I'll keep this one short. Uh, not wishing things on your worst enemy. Mm. Not, <laughs> not wish. They're that. your worst enemy. You should try it sometime. Yeah. It feels great. <laughs> you should wish all the worst things on your worst enemy. So, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Are we? Oh, you man. think we're, we're right now? Like America's just is just chicken shit. Now we don't even worst wish the worst on our worst. Yeah, enemies. it's like too it's nice like, to our worst enemies. Yeah, man. So what happened? I'll yeah. say. 
you know, because so much of my, uh, I guess, like, persona revolves around Twitter and shit. So I get scolded on there a lot. Like there's been a few recent tweets where I've uh, started fake rumors about awful people dying and uh, <laughs> like, like Mitch McConnell and Ian Miles Chong right. recently, I started a whole like time quoted my tweet uh, on their website and stuff. Uh, I said that the president or the premier of Malaysia uh, executed him, and I just like popped. I just tweeted it and then went to sleep and then woke up and it had like like fifty thousand likes and had like millions and millions of views and people were yeah. like, "What the fuck did this really happen?" And people and of course I get scolded by people who are like, "This is it's wrong when the right does it and it's wrong when the left." does it and i'm like yeah but i'm correct in my opinion i'm not a piece yeah. of shit this 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 quote came out of a dale earnhardt avatar account yeah, exactly you know exactly I mean? like, like the only reason it got traction is because i used the little red light alert emojis right. and put like breaking a uh, ian miles strong <laughs> yeah. executed, signed like, by the premier of malaysia he was 34 years old or something like that and posted his picture hey man dale would know because he's up there Exactly. Right. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, people. So I I have fun online and people get mad about it. And I'm just saying, get off your high horse. Stop being high and mighty and like yeah. wish, you know, they're your worst enemy. You should yeah. wish. Yeah. Bad and it's a wish. Your shit. wish doesn't matter. Shit. Exactly. So, yeah. exactly. Exactly. There's no there's no magic. I will say the M.I. was trying to was kind of annoying to me because I started my painting of Dale Earnhardt and Ruth Bader Ginsburg welcoming him into heaven and oh, no. a week later it was debunked yeah so. fake news well, yeah. yeah it was fake news well I'm glad to know that you're gonna have the same uh post like you know second career as uh you know George W. Bush <laughs> You're gonna painting. start. Yeah, yeah, you're just gonna get into yeah, Jack and Bush, both war criminals. Yeah, exactly. a lot of people don't know that about me. <laughs> yep, <laughs> uh, little, little known fact. Little known fact. I'm glad. Do you guys like my flight suit? My mission mission accomplished. Don't ask. Zach. I love the I banner said, uh, behind you too. Why do you ask? Yeah, yeah. I said don't <laughs> ask them. Let them compliment you organically. If they if they, they'll do that, if they like it, don't. Sorry, prompt. I'm taking I'm taking this pickup course from Miles, and he's got to teach me a lot Told of things you, about how to don't carry myself sure with the compliments, man. Yeah. just let the outfit do yeah. the talking. Do you guys like my shirt? Ah, oh, <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> All Sleeves right. Are too puffy. Should we talk about li libs of TikTok? Yeah, here's a daily zeitgeist, a typical hard turn into dark shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> libs of TikTok. Um, Shia, Chaya, Rachik, Rychik, you know, this, this account has seen massive growth over the years and... Like, you know, what started out as like a place for election denialism and COVID misinformation and tales of child trafficking has turned now into like a full blown LGBTQ plus hate machine and sending like, you know, the accounts followers on harassment campaigns against innocent people. And recently, Right Chick, the accounts operator, was interviewed by Taylor Lorenz. And while at times there are moments that make you laugh at how stupid and ignorant and uninformed she is, uh, her views are inspiring, you know, like real world violence, like bomb threats, death threats, doxing, you name it. And she has this pattern of directing followers towards LGBTQ plus teachers or school administrators, other figures like that. And when things get too wild, she'll delete the post and act like nothing happened even though she recently said that she wears the label of stochastic terrorist uh, with pride. Mm. And like in the interview, it's clear that like Reichick doesn't really give much thought to her beliefs in like a way that she can actually articulate herself. 
probably a symptom of just being in your little bubble of hate speech and people like raw rawing the shit on. So so here's an excerpt where Taylor Lorenz is asking her just sort of like, what exactly is your issue with trans adults? What harm are they causing? And again, really unable to articulate anything resembling a thought. It's a lie. And what harm is it causing, do you believe? Um, I like the truth. I like truth. Right, but I'm saying, what, what's, the, what's the harm of people expressing their gender identity differently than you believe it to be? What, what harm are they causing? Um, like I said, we are a, a, um, a nation of truth, and I, I'm, I'm, I seek the truth. But that's... But I'm asking about the harm. What's the harm? You might believe it to be false, but what's the, the harm? The harm is that there's a lie that is very mainstream and is being embedded into every institution. I guess I'm wondering what the material harm is. Aside from it's maybe something that you disagree with, as in your version of the truth is different than their version of the truth, what is the material harm of them living their life as a woman or man or gender that you don't agree Not with? anything that's wrong is there a material harm, necessarily. So there's no harm. Not I everything that's that. wrong is a material harm. Eh? Not I'm, everything I'm, that's I'm wrong sorry? is a material harm. And then there was this other clip, too, that kind of summed up just how, like, all over the place this interview was. This is this is like another section of the interview where Taylor Lorenz is asking a question and then gets interrupted. Oh, this is my favorite part, I think. <laughs> it's good. I'm curious kind of how you're thinking, you know, when you think about your the way that you put out content and the way that you think about growing your media empire. Here, this is the, a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know what... I don't know what <laughs> I, I don't know what 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 are you showing me this for? And yeah, like I said, like the interview, it's it's not anything where you're like, wow, this is one of these like this person is has these sorry, really Miles, interesting... uh, here. This is a blowjob. I just oh. want to show you this. I'm sorry, it's what? like two middle. It's like two middle schoolers. I or found it's like, it on the like, internet. Yeah, exactly, I found it on the internet. Yeah. What do you want right. me not to show it to you? <laughs> so now what? But it's again, a blowjob. Do you, do you deny, sir? Right. I, I don't, uh, I'm sorry, how is this relevant <laughs> to what I was asking about, about the real man. world harm that your account is causing in your actions? And, you know, this thing has taken evolution, like rather now it's just beyond like just sort of this right wing, you know, account where people are just, you know, get to all the the people can fill their tanks filled with hate uh, by ingesting her content. She now has, you know, she found a fan in this guy, Michael Walters, who's the Republican school Jesus attendant, Christ. school superintendent of Oklahoma, and gave her a spot on the Oklahoma Library Media Advisory Committee, where she can sort of continue her campaign to get wokeness out of schools. It should be also noted, uh, Rajik has only been to Oklahoma once in her life. She doesn't live there. She like lives between California and Florida, but her posts on her libs of TikTok account did lead to a school receiving a bomb threat in Tulsa. Oh, and so, so she's basically a resident. Yeah. I mean, once you've almost gotten a school blown up in a state, you basically yeah. live. You there. can. That's how you register to vote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's, that's how that works. <laughs> and so now a lot of people are noticing her role in Oklahoma, especially after this death of a 16 year old non-binary student next Benedict. So this the student was violently attacked in a school bathroom in suburban Tulsa and and passed away the following day. Police say they don't think that they died as a result of physical trauma. But Nex's friend, who was also attacked that day, said that Nex had indeed suffered head trauma during the incident. So it's like a very murky but fucked up incident. And like the timing of when the when Nex's uh, parents were informed is just like it's just like a total fuck up at every level. 
And a lot of Rachik, Rachik's allies are saying, well, look, she has nothing to do with this. Like, like why, why, why are you saying that she has blood on her hand? Um, these kinds of extreme political views absolutely have real world effects on kids. So like next Benedict's mother, just as an example, said that the bullying began at in high school right after Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt signed a bill into law that forbids trans and gender expansive kids from uh, accessing uh, restrooms consistent with their gender identity. So it's not hard to imagine how the hate that was inspired by Rachik's past posts would translate to danger for these marginalized kids. Right. And like, especially when you look at the fact that two years ago, there, there a lot of people were pointing to the fact that the libs of TikTok account went after a teacher in the exact same, in the very school district that Next Benedict was part of, for saying that, oh, like this person is a like a groomer or whatever because they support LGBTQ plus students. And according to Next Benedict's mother, this was like a teacher that they looked up to a lot. And then two years later, this tragedy befalls their family. So a lot of people are like, this is just like, we're, like what the fuck is going on? And you're inviting this person to be part of the school administrative body, or at least the overarching or overseeing body of, of the school district. And again, you look at like, there's a recent uh, report that found that like only a quarter of trans youth who were victimized at school were able to report this to a teacher or staff right. member. And of those who did, half reported that staff helped only a little or not at all. So like the current backdrop of these hostile bills that like target these students only makes this kind of behavior acceptable to their peers, like in this very like indirect or direct way. And yeah, I mean, like we're also just looking at a whole just a total failure uh, on the part of schools and administrators to actually pr protect kids. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, this is like I, I don't right now. There's a lot of people. There's a lot more pressure for Rachik to be like ousted from this school body. But as I mean, it seems like there is enough support within the people that make those decisions to keep her there at the moment. Um, but Christ. yeah, it's like but it's just also alarming when you have these kinds of people like like you know, running this libs of TikTok account and they, they truly have no idea of like what their like what their actions are doing, how they reverberate in space. They're just kind of like, yeah, I get clicks like this and it's fun. And I don't know. They call me stochastic terrorists. I think it makes me feel important. I Sounds think that's fucking cool. tough as hell, dog. Right. But yeah. And, and then meanwhile, just attacking the most vulnerable people in a society like children struggling with gender identity and just and then attacking the people who might support them and make yeah. them like slightly less vulnerable it's just like going down the list of like the the easiest like people to fucking bully and harm in a society and like yeah. making that your mission yeah like, and like we've said this in the past like a lot of this is to do with you know trying to make mainstream the shame of not yeah. being like a cis het person because yes. from their perspective, the world has become too inclusive. So the way to push back against that is to try and revive like this, the the culture of shaming people to do that. And yeah, so unfortunately, it's like going after people who support these very like vulnerable kids. And it's kids. still there. Like it's not, it doesn't need to be revived that much. Like there's yeah, still no, right. a fucking hell of a shame culture for these people to deal with. They're already, you know, the most vulnerable to this sort of shaming culture. And then... They're just piling on. They're yeah. Just, they're yeah, it just didn't. On. It didn't go anywhere. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. They're just like adding fuel to the fire. They're dumping, yeah. you know, yeah. gasoline on it. Yeah. Yeah. This this uh, Rachik is is uh, watching that interview. 
I didn't watch the entire thing. I could not take it. Yeah, it's like I could not. I, I could not uh, watch how just, for lack of a better term, stupid she comes across, because she, you know, not that I expected her to have some like well thought out reasoning behind right. her her hate campaign. She doesn't know what she believes exactly. Yeah. She's no. never given it thought because she's never been pressed to explain it. She's only ever, you know, she only sees the things that she wants to see online. She is an online person, like yeah. definitively. Exclusively. That is the, exclusively. Yeah. And the moment she has to defend herself in real life to any kind of scrutiny, not the, the thing about the interview, there was not a single tough question in it. No, oh, no nothing. No. Nothing tough was asked of her whatsoever. It's is just you straight up yeah, like, I, I hey, do. you grew mm -hmm. up in this community, right? Yep. So you've never like met, you don't know that you've met an LGBTQ plus person. Nope. Right. Just online. And like, yep. have you met them online? Have you interacted with them online? Uh, nope. Maybe. Just, mm -hmm. just seen videos about them. But yeah. she had the Nickelback portrait thing. You're like, this is, this is a blowjob. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So there's uh, that. It, it was, it was absolutely incredible. And also for the listeners, if you haven't seen it, her fit that she is Please. wearing during this interview, I put a picture of it in the chat. Yeah. I don't I don't know if y'all can see it. She's wearing like the most Christian homeschool mom denim jean skirt and a picture of Taylor Lorenz yeah. on her on her t-shirt. Like that gotcha, is the loser. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. and then she sounds as like if you wear that outfit to an interview and then sound as stupid as you do, right, as she does. Yeah, you you've you've lost on yeah. all fronts on all. There's no coming back from that. Now, having said that, I know her fans are going to still support her no matter what she says, no matter how stupid she is. Oh, they were gassed up from that. outfit. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. that T-shirt's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have to you have to come stronger. I, I still I still feel like like ideally in my mind, her ardent supporters were just like typing that out. But then like, you know, with the with the crying behind the mask yeah. uh, face. Yeah, Cause like yeah. there is something undeniable about that interview of like, Oh, this is, this is the leader of our little stochastic terrorism. Outfit. This is like, your she's, yeah. She sounds yeah. this stupid. The, it yeah. is weird when you see people that can't support their own argument. Cause it feels like if I don't agree with someone and it's like the horrible thing, I'm like, well, if you have a thought out, so, you know, like some libertarians, you're like, Oh, I guess you believe if you believe what yeah. you think, but it's like she truly doesn't. Takes and like she, twenty yeah. minutes of conversation to get to the bullshit with them. Yeah. Like they you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I so I you're like picking up momentum. I see how you made this mistake. And then it's yeah. like, but yeah. But yeah. with her, it was just straight up. It's hard to look yeah. at that fit because I was raised Pentecostal and that's like how all of yeah. uh, all of us dressed. You yeah. know, and my it's, first but it's weird. It's like but it's like if my church was in Brooklyn. Kind of, right. it's got yeah, like yeah. this. Skinny it's got this jeans, kind of thing where it's like hair slicked back. Like yeah. you shouldn't be if you have those views. On top of anything, you shouldn't be allowed to dress halfway hip. Yeah, like that should you should <laughs> right. you should. I don't know what you should be dressed in, but it shouldn't be something that sort of. It's like it's like the hip version of like the movie Mimic. You know, yeah. you're like I think that's a human being over there wearing yeah. that that fit. But it's really just like a cockroach with its cool. hands on its face. Yeah, like that, I think yeah. she did a good job shit. of, of ba basically distilling the like this this mentality of hatred down to its essence, which in the end is stupid. You know what I mean? You can't yeah, yeah, actually yeah. say what are the damages 
that like in a, a more articulate sort of homophobic transphobic person might be able to be like well then this could happen to our kids but really at the end of the day is and not there's not really not none yeah, i don't yeah, know none sure. really and, and I it think, gives yeah. it gives the game away of like their their ultimate goal is to get rid of trans people altogether yeah you know it's like well what harm are they causing well it, this ultimately i'm gonna sit here and sound stupid but that's because i don't want to say out loud they're not causing any harm. We just want to get rid of them because yeah, we're exactly. just them around. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's, that's think- ultimately, if she had just skipped all of the hemming and hawing and just said that, yeah. like it's almost more of a noble response than, than like, you know, sounding like a complete fucking yeah. idiot. You'd think the owning the libs thing would have a platform by now. It doesn't, but it's like, it feels like it eventually you would put, fill in the bullet points, but the only purpose is to essentially like wreak havoc but they don't have any actual platform that they stand on. It's yeah, liberal like, tears. That's their platform. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the reactionary thing is just like, I don't know why I'm so angry, but I'm angry. And as long as it upsets my, you know, left-leaning ideological opponents, that's all I give a shit about. Yeah. I mean, one thing we can learn, right-wing hate-mongering fascists are getting better at wearing ironic t-shirts and the left yeah. is terrified. Mm-hmm. I am scared. Yes. I'm scared. Daily so it's Daily too close much. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back and talk about the coolest museum coming to an empty, closed-down Kroger near you. We'll be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And have you guys been to these sorts of like Instagram moment museum pop up experiences? They got those in uh, Wilmington. I don't know, some I uh, they may have come through here, but yeah. as my my kids are a little older now, right. so I feel like the target demographic is not in my wheelhouse anymore. Uh, yeah. We've had we have a convention center downtown, and there's been like you know come walk with the dinosaurs, but those are actual oh, yeah. like animatronic type yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, walk with the dinosaurs not... is in this in these same spaces. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And not all but, are created equal. For but sure. I uh, I have not had the good fortune of experiencing something as magical as Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Or actually you can't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this thing was, I feel this is, there's so many red flags for this event, right? First one, it's called Willy's chocolate experience. (laughs) Hold on. Wait, is that you, Will? Did you? (laughs) Yes. This was, this was my brainchild actually. It says funk band. Yeah. Yeah. Willy's chocolate experience. (laughs) Hey, everybody, my whole backing band is from D.C. Their lyrics are very scatological. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so people saw these advertisements on the Internet that promised an enchanted garden with sculptures, immersive experiences like a twilight tunnel, whimsical performances from Oompa Loompas. And when you looked at the art, I mean, we've talked a lot about AI shit on here. You're like, oh, this is some mid-journey ass. These are mid-journey renderings here. Just nothing absolutely real about them. There's no real-world lighting happening inside this image. Absolutely not. Like, things are glowing at random. Inexplicably. Yeah. 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 Uh, And then you look at, there's this one image that I feel is particularly damning that I feel like, I don't want to say shame on the people that bought these $45 tickets, or about 35 pounds sterling, uh, but there's one image, right? That's so it's such a weird, shitty AI thing of an off brown, off brand, I guess, Willy Wonka. But the text underneath, right? Like when you look at Mid Journey or like these other AI generated images, text is always fucked up. Like they can't get signs right unless you're like explicitly telling you to do certain things. Like the text is always wacky, and which is a telltale sign. And it under underneath it says, like you said, Jack, cat gucking, live performances, <laughs> Karchi tons. Exarcerdre lollipops. Uh huh. Love those. Love those. A pasa dice of sweet teats. (laughs) A pasa dice of sweet teats is that one had me back on board. And they close with that. They close strong with a pasa dice of sweet teats. It's, I I assumed cat gicating because cat gicating doesn't, like, I can tell what they're trying to say with karchi tons, you know? But cat Scottish. and <laughs> are two words that I don't, I can't, like my brain hits those and just like bounces off. It, yeah. it, it doesn't know what they're trying to say. So I looked them up 
assuming there might be some Wonka slang. And right. the this story <laughs> is the only place that combination of letters has shown up anywhere on the internet. Well done. Wide well internet. done. Yeah. Well done making up the words. Like that's like me and like my high school essays. I'm like, I don't know, this might be a word, dude. It sounds like syllables I've heard. But yeah, like I said, tickets were around $45 and what these parents showed up to, they were not fucking happy. It's Jank City. This is a clip from local news um where you'll just hear a little bit of an angry parent and then you'll hear a quote from a guy who was hired to be like a Wonka performer at the event. Really nothing. Oh my god. It's it's fucking grim. Starting here. My heart sank. It was it wasn't even like fear. It was just I just felt sad cuz I was aware of how many kids were going to be coming through. Um and like <laughs> just looking around the place and just being like this is this is terrible. Like and, yeah. you know, we, we were told to hand the kids like a couple of jelly beans and a quarter cup of lemonade at the end. Um, I went up to the, the people running it as well and had asked about like, I was like, what do you want me to do with this script? Spoons because um, none of the things, like the special effects, things like that, none of that's there. What do you want me to do? And I was just told, do whatever I want. <laughs> It's, it's a yeah, I, man. Improv, I hadn't baby. seen that video until now. That's uh, <laughs> because like the the most of the pictures I'd seen are like they do have a rainbow sculpture that's like oh I see this this would have fit into like a thing like this, but it's just in like an empty warehouse that yeah. looks like a place that like junkies have been hanging out. But yeah. then you go like the video that we just watched. They're like showing a corner. Where there's like a futon and yeah. three bean bag like beanbag chairs, <laughs> yeah, and like it really like it's like oh this is a place that junkies have been like dude there was out just a box up. like a weird like you know if you buy like a flat of like cans or something at Costco yeah. like it has like that cardboard base there was like, like one a of those shallow cardboard, cardboard base yeah like yeah. a cardboard base with just fucking spoons in it again like junkies. on the ground. <laughs> What like, the fuck? This, this is have to do with this is what happened. Up. So what they didn't put in the brochure is that this is what happened to Wonka's factory after most of the chocolate making was shipped overseas. Yeah, right, this exactly. is this is what ended up to the interior. Is like you know eventually it falls into disrepair and you know you have uh, you have people doing drugs in the corner of your abandoned building. You guys happy now? <laughs> yeah, you you made me stop with the Oompa Loompa slave labor. So I had yeah. to ship the yeah, jobs exactly. overseas exactly. to keep it up on yeah. Look what you made me do. Yeah. yeah big ex big exactly. import and export in the colonial slave trade and, you know, trade was, you know, sugar, chocolate, and mm -hmm. opium. And I think this is tying it all together. <laughs> right. and, and it's honestly, like, it's, it's great commentary on modern economies and what has been wrought by private equity and, uh, you know, just corporate, uh, you know, control run amok of, of our laws and stuff. So, the, uh, yeah. Geniuses. I think it's genius. I, I <laughs> yeah. really do. I really I appreciate <laughs> all of this. It's you know what? It's the audacity, right? To put yeah. up these AI, like yes. to make make yes. it seem like they're going to be walking on light up lollipops and a fucking fountain of chocolate flowing everywhere. You get in there. It smells like dried piss. There's a bounce castle like off in the corner. Tiny bounce. Castle. There's a quarter cup they, of lemonade. Quarter cup of lemonade. They just printed <laughs> shitty AI stuff on like a fabric and just nailed it to a wall to be like, I don't know, that could be like a backdrop, I guess, for somebody to take a picture for the gram. Like literally like sheets, like just like, you know, yes. sheets yes. you would buy yeah, at yeah. Target 
like for yes. a, a like generic like oh these it's are like an instagram ad uh yeah. of yeah. like get your photo printed on a blanket for your loved right. one yeah uh, exactly yeah, don't you feel months. like you would like not fall for it though like I, I feel like if i saw the sign it'd be like no scam like it's like when you're a kid exactly and your parents brought you back like aladdin you're like this is aladdin and you're like oh this isn't right like yeah. this yeah, is this good is... times aladdin like yeah. you know it's like the 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 ones that you're like even as a little kid, you knew that it was too soon to the release date for you to have a yeah, exactly. videotape of Aladdin. You're like, something <laughs> is fucked up. Yeah. And you're like, this, this can't cassette, be right. This VHS case is not as soft as the other Disney yeah, movies. Like, this yeah. is I bullshit, just know. Mom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is this? This yeah. is also, this, this is called Aldine. <laughs> yeah. This is Jason Aldine songs or something like that. But yeah. done in a really problematic way. The second A in Aladdin is a capital I. That's how they get around it. <laughs> right, right, right. Add in. And but like, it's not, it's not ripping off Disney. There's like degrees to this. Like I, when I went to Japan, there's this thing called like Team Borderless. And mm-hmm. it was like an amazing like light experience. There's like nets above the ground and all this stuff like that. And then like a couple years later, we went to this thing called Meow Wolf in Denver. And it's like, I, it was great, but I was like, I kind of wish I didn't go to Team Borderless first because it's sort of like, you can't, you can't live up to like, yeah. Uh, actually mind-blowing like team something like team borderless is oh yeah and this is like i mean meow wolf is great still but then you have wily wunkas you know yeah. thing and it's like <laughs> it's just like tears below and it's sort of like i my brain still couldn't process meow wolf in the way that team borderless was so i'm like i'm not falling for yeah ompy lompies well, this is the thing, yeah. like, the organizers of the event was called House of Illuminati. Yes. Yeah, and I'm that. like, yo, that. red All right, like, flag on the play already. House <laughs> of Illuminati. Okay, we'll go on. And they were immediately called out because apparently, like, some, someone said it took a grand total of 90 seconds to walk through the entire thing. That's incredible. And I, like, I, again, I love this from just <laughs> a pure chaos. I like the audacity. I, I, yeah. I would be so mad. I would have gotten in a fight if I bought those tickets and then walked in there. Like, I would have fought one oh, of the yeah. Oompa Loompas or somebody. Yeah. Like, out of, out of sheer anger of like promising my kid this experience and then spending that much goddamn money on tickets. However, because I didn't. Yeah. This is funny as hell. Oh, this, yeah. is, this is great. This is so, this is so the, hilarious. The team, our House of Illuminati said, quote, unfortunately, last minute we were let down in many areas of our event and tried <laughs> our shit. best to continue on and push <laughs> through and now realize we probably should have canceled first thing this morning instead. Yeah, what do you mean? Continue uh, on, and, like, as if this is like a valiant effort to be like, yeah, exactly, you know, despite exactly. that, what we were up against, we yeah. still had my ex-girlfriend who's trying to kick you know, opioids, dress as an Oompa Loompa and stand in front of a chemistry kit. Like what? That one. Fuck? Yeah, that's yeah. the picture that really because they I think they have a smoke machine in the background. But she looks I don't know. She might be so farting. bummed out. Yeah, she, she is. She yeah. is dealing with some shit like oh, this. Yeah. Oompa Loompa is going through it right now. She just got an eviction notice. She yeah. like she broke up with her boyfriend. She is uh, hungover. Like all of those expressions are on this poor girl's face, dressed up as an Oompa Loompa behind this desk. And it is. It's truly one of my favorite pictures I have ever seen. Yeah. Just <laughs> with with the backstory to all of this, it is fucking incredible incredible it's amazing bummed out yeah i love that their statement uh, was phrased in a way that it was like all of their plan hinged on their friend eric's truck 
Yeah, <laughs> like, you had like what did, this, you what got was their plan? Yeah. Like yeah. that ninety percent of the things were going to arrive that morning that yeah. they were opening. Yeah. They're like, like oh, Eric's man. like, I slept late, man. I'm Eric so fucked us. Wow, <laughs> dude, yeah. where is he? He's he's at his mom's. Yeah, dude, it's fucking two hours away. Oh yeah. fuck. Yeah, also, this, uh, this I don't so know if bad, y'all yeah. saw this. I, I came across this tweet right before we started from Redfield at Redfield Cooper. The guy who organized this scam, meaning the Wiley Wunka's chocolate factory, using AI art, has also used AI to write and self-publish 17 novels on Amazon. Oh, you can't man, make those this have oh, to be no. so good. So oh, this yeah. this dude, House of Illuminati, he is he is like knee deep in the AI scamming industry. Yeah. Well, I, to be fair, though, I feel like actually before I came on this podcast, there, I got an invitation a couple of days ago from Mike and Jeff's Deli Zenith. And like, you know, it, I think we can all fall for these kind of things. Like it was close enough. You know, I yeah, think it's, you, you almost joined that one thinking that you had made yeah. the big times. Uh, yeah, I was like, the, yeah, the Deli Zenith. Yeah, yeah, the Deli Zenith of Mike and Jeff. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, a, yeah. That is our spinoff show where we try and scam people. Out of yeah, the AI version yeah. of this. Yeah, podcast. yeah, where we we cartridge all of the head hard hard non noogs of the. <laughs> well, guys, what a pleasure having you both yeah. on the Daily Zeitgeist. Josh, where can people find you, follow you, uh, hear you, hear your band, all that good stuff? Well, uh, you can find me on Twitter as other J Robbins if you're just looking for me. And then you can look for my band there as well, called Late Bloomer NC. We have a new record coming out uh, this Friday, if you're listening this week, and it's called Another One Again. Uh, please check us out. Put them on. Put us on your playlist. P- please take us on tour. Uh, playlisting and all that stuff is like super important for bands. So uh, just put us on a playlist. You only have to listen to it. Just skip to the next song. <laughs> put us there and all that stuff. But yeah, uh, just check us out on Bandcamp, LateBloomer.Bandcamp.com. And just find us on Spotify and click on all the buttons that do the thing that get us into all the algorithms and all the stuff like that. And that would be great. Got to yeah, get the algorithms. I appreciate it. Got to get the algorithms. Is there a uh, work of media that you've been enjoying? I was enjoying. So, okay. So it popped up this morning. There's a tweet that goes, me after filing my taxes first time as a 1099. And it's got a picture of Oliver, Oliver Anthony on it uh that yeah, was Richmond, that's from, Richmond. yeah that's uh mike lineal <laughs> at mike lineal so so that that one got me this morning i think it's a it's a visual joke it's really good to tell on the podcast yeah no no that's good the uh, the rich man from rich man guy who's like yeah yeah everybody got yeah. their hand in our pocket yeah <laughs> yeah, that's... yeah well uh what a pleasure having you is there work of media that you've been enjoying and where can people find you yeah, not thanks for having me. Again. I appreciate it. For the listeners uh, that might not know, Jack and Miles let me collect my uh, AKAs that they perform and cash them in like you're at the arcade for uh, appearances. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I cash Got in the giant pa- stuffed animal. Yeah, the, exactly. I, I cashed in my last. We offered it a few and- times. Yeah, like, Dude, you can get this big Daniel stuffed animal, yeah. stuffed animal. Uh, I, but I, I held firm and saved them all up and cashed them in for an appearance. So thank you again for having me. I appreciate nah, it as always. Always so great having you. Yeah, me and Josh host Jort Center. Uh, you can find us at, at Jort Center Pod on Twitter, or if you just search Jort Center, it'll probably come up at this point. And Josh also, because he's terrible <laughs> at promoting himself, <laughs> also so hosts bad. a podcast called Spinning Out. 
yeah. which is where he has a guest on to talk about their favorite album and they break it down like track by track and just go into like go into an album in depth on that. Thanks, I Will. think yeah, you're welcome, Jeff. <laughs> and uh yeah, you can find me at the Wapple House on Twitter. And a piece of media that I've been enjoying. This has, I've thought about this every day since I've seen it uh, from a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's from at Abby Higgs, A B B Y H I G G S. Stone Cold Jane Austen is her handle, which is also good. And it is non binary prospector. There's gold in them there hills. There and there's is. a little slash between the them and the there. And there it I, is. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. Amazing. One of the great follows on Twitter, by the way. Gotta say. Christy Yamaguchi, man. Waffle House. Yeah, I, I lie a lot on there, and I will make you think that famous, awful people have died. So yeah. just forgive me for that. Also, man. don't go to any events he's promoting either. Oh, <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah. don't. The art, it's not real. Guys. Yeah, not real. No, not completely real. fabricated. Miles, where can people find you? What's the work of media you've been enjoying? Uh, at Miles of Gray on all the app-based platforms. You like basketball? Yeah, you do. Then check out Miles and Jack out Mad Boosties. Mad Boosties. That's our NBA podcast. If you like 90 Day Fiance, then come check me out on 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra. Uh, let's see. A tweet I am liking is from, where is it? Uh, Mike Drucker. Yep. Uh, at Mike Drucker tweeted, Twitter ad. This cute clock says your children's names every hour. Buy here at our quirky online store. Community note. This is a drop shipping scam run by a murder cult that uses the addresses of customers <laughs> to find new victims. The items can also be found cheaper elsewhere. Which uh, is how all those things fucking are. I love it. Oh anyone who does the community notes construction. But yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's mine. Work media. I've been enjoying uh, horse dentists at equine underscore dentist tweeted a picture of the new Reese's Pink Hearts and wrote, what's wrong, babe? You've barely touched your Reese's ball sack because upside down, oh, that yeah. is Oof. exactly what they look like. They, That's a big ball of sack. The, it's a big ball of sack. <laughs> and also uh, Elon Musk is a white supremacist at Lisa A311 tweeted, oh, you don't like police? What if you were on fire and had nobody there to point a gun at you? Oh, shit. God. Damn. So, okay. yeah, that can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, Footnote. where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy miles yeah. what song do you think you might enjoy uh this is a group called ironsides and they're like this uh bay area band that's like doing kind of like psychedelic soul but with like orchestral arrangements so it feels like you know some of the like scoring work of like isaac hayes like david axelrod like these artists who kind of gave us a lot of the samples uh, that a lot of sample based hip-hop is based off of uh and this track is called changing light and it's just a really dope track because i just like when people love a genre so much like they faithfully recreate it now uh and add a little bit of modern flavor to it so yeah this is ironsides with the track changing light all right we will link off to that in the footnotes, footnotes. the daily zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite shows that is going to do it for us this morning back this afternoon to tell you what is trending and we will talk to you later. bye bye 
Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.